Randaf Kuf Tesvav, right? 115a. The Gemara, the Gemara is trying to bring a proof to the question that we finished with yesterday. And the question had been, what is the deal with a woman who actually uh, volunteers out of her own accord that her, there was a Muhammad? We didn't even know that there was a Muhammad, but she volunteers that there was a Muhammad, there was a war. But she says, the fact of the matter is, I actually saw my husband dead. So do we say that the Chazaka that is, now has been established by her giving us the statement that her, that her husband is dead, that that Chazaka is now... Uh, enough of a chazaka that we no longer trust her when she says that she saw him dead? Or do we say that, no, fact of the matter is, since we only know that there was a war because she said so, we also then trust her that her husband's dead. Tashma, third line, coming here, proof. Iseinu aleinu beis bayis. Eishainu aleinu bayis, right? They caused our house to turn on fire. Eishainu aleinu mira, or mara, mara, I'm sorry. They filled the, the cave with fire. My husband died and I lived. She is not believed. Over there, it's different. Because we say to her, Maybe the same way a nice happened for you, a miracle happened for you. So too, a miracle could have happened to him too. In other words, if she's admitting that she didn't see him die, right? So maybe he survived the same way she survived. Tashma, come in here. And they attacked us. They fell upon us. listen. Robbers fell upon us. Who Mason is out? He died. I lived. Nemena, she's believed. Awesome. Kedarvidi. This over there is like Ravidi. Damravidi. Isha klizaina alaha. Right. We we um. It's unclear exactly what this means, but a woman uh carries her basically her weapons are on her, so to speak. And therefore, she wouldn't have assumed anything, right? So she must have actually seen him dead. Ahu gabra dibishali hilule isli nura be iganni. There was a man who the place where his bridal uh, rooms caught on fire during the wedding. Amalahu Davisu, his wife said to them, look at my husband, look at my husband. Also, they came. A terrible story. They come and they see a man who is charred to a crisp. And the hand of a man is lying next to it. This is the same thing as that they said the fire house is on fire or the cave is on fire. Rav Rav says, Midami, can you compare it? Over there at the contemporaneous accounts, do not have her saying, Look at the man, look at my man, look at my man. And also, there's a burned body, a charred body with a charred hand lying next to it. Far more likely that she's telling the truth. The burned body lying on the ground. Maybe somebody else came and saved him. And then the other guy died. Who passed the other the Shadi Nura? It's Talia. Maybe the groom took a caught on fire. It's Yala Be Muma. And then his hand was burned off by this. And because his hand was burned off and now he is uh, some sort of a you know, cripple, he doesn't have to see. And that's why he ran away. And that's why he's no longer present. They asked the question, Miss Majush. Let's say you have one witness at a time of war. What's that? Time of the Eidachat Muhammad. Why is it one witness believed? Credible, one witness, since it is something which is liable to become revealed, he's not going to lie. So it's over here, the witness is not going to lie. Perhaps you say, Because the woman herself checks very carefully, and therefore only once she's confirmed the witness's testimony is she allowed to get married. Here, she doesn't check carefully. 
right? In time of war, she doesn't necessarily check as carefully because she just assumes without having to check the testimony and therefore she's not believed. Hmm. Sorry, therefore the Eid Echad testimony is not as accurate or we don't have as much of a reason to believe that she did her verification process as carefully. says, come your proof. says, when I went down to Nahardai, to make the year into a leap year. I meet Nehemiah of Beis Tali. And he said to me, Shamati, I have heard, I heard that in Eretz Yisrael, no one aside from Yehuda ben Baba allows a married woman to get married based on the testimony of one person. And I answered him, Indeed, this is so. He said to me, I'm more like him, tell him in my name, Atem Yehidim, Hamadina Azu, you know that this country is it literally um, is, is surrounded and, and in, enmeshed with geysis, with troops. This is what I hear from Gamliel Zakin. You can marry a woman based on one aid's testimony. What does that mean when he says that this is a country that is literally infested and enmeshed with, uh, with troops? Is it not to say that even though this thing is even though this this area is completely mishabeshes, completely um, surrounded with these with these uh, troops, kach and still I have this tradition. Shemesin al piyedachad, you could get married based on testimony of one person. Alama edachad, so therefore we see that one test one witness's test one witness's testimony is believed. If so, what's the about this country? Kol makmashiyish guy says me by the what what is about this country? Could be any country at all. You know that this country is completely surrounded by geysis. And it is not possible for me to to leave the members of my household. That's why I'm not going to travel to tell them, but you should tell them. I have accepted a tradition from Ramgamaliel. You can marry off a woman based on one eight testimony. One time there was a two They were on a ship. and the ship sinks. And based on testimony of other women, Rabbi allows their wives to marry again. But water sinking a ship is like times of a battle. And and Nashim even a hundred of them are just similar to one witness's testimony. And still, Rabbi allowed them to get married. Can be explained. This is a case of where these waters had no end to them. And when the water, when a man drowns in waters that don't have no end to them, then the wife is forbidden to marry again. Because even if two people testify that they saw him go underneath the ocean, we don't know what happened. Maybe he swam out of sight, and somewhere or other he ended up surviving. If waters have an end to it, then you can stand out the on the borders of it, and you see he didn't come out. What's the case? The army that they say, he drowned in our presence. Then we saw them immediately. And they pointed out they pointed out about their husband's bodies. And we're not relying on the wife's testimony. We're relying on what, their, what they claim about their husband's bodies that they said immediately and that we then were able to verify when they when their bodies came back up. There was once a man who deposits sesame seeds by his friend. Amalei said, give me back my sesame seeds. Amalei said to him, you already took them from me. 
But he says, I mean, it was exactly like this, and it was in a very special barrel, and he was trying to say, you still have it. So he says, you took those, and the ones that you're talking about right now are really mine. This is this case, same as the case of And we don't say over there that the husbands are gone, and the bodies here are different people. Over there we say that the presumption is that these bodies, if they have the same marks as the ones that she's... Re- Testifying about, then indeed they, these are the husbands. Can you compare it? Over there, they gave identification marks. Over here, by, by Sesame Seeds, what sort of identification marks is there? With the Amar King, the Cain Havian, what do you mean? He said it exists exactly this amount of Sesame Seeds. Maybe he got lucky and he picked the right number. The son of Ravchista says to Ravashi, and are we worried that something inside of a of a of a kli would be removed and, and switched out uh, tonight? But we learned in the Mishnah. If a man, a man finds a vessel, a cost of a love, kuf carbon, a letter kuf is written on it, we assume it's a carbon. Mem meiser, a letter mem is written on it, we assume it's meiser. Dalid dimua. If it's written dalid, then we assume it's dimua, a mixture of truma and vessels that did not yet uh, you know produce that nothing was taken off from yet. Has tabo. Tough truma. Over there, so in all these cases, because during the times they didn't want people to know that this is halachic relevance, so they would just write the first letter. You see, from here is that that first letter is already sufficient proof that we can assume that whatever was in the barrel is still in the barrel. Don't assume that things were switched. So, why over here do you have to be concerned? Now, we are not concerned that perhaps vessel was removed and this one was replaced. Look at the end of it. says, Even if a man finds a barrel, the cost of a lie of truma, certain on a truma, they're still considered to be full and unconsecrated. Yesterday it was filled with truma, but then it was removed. Everybody agrees you need to be concerned that perhaps it was switched out and replaced. Here, this is not like this. If indeed it was switched out, then he would have erased the mark. Maybe it was that he forgot to erase it. Or perhaps he left it for thieves. So he wrote tough on it so that they would think that it's true because these are thieves who are willing to steal, but they're not willing to eat true. son of sister. went from Kurtava to Asfamia. And he died there. Sent down a message from there. It's like the, the head of the, the exilarch, the head of the exile, right? The son of the sister of Rebbebe. He went from Kortava to Asami. And he died over there. Should we be concerned for two Yitzchaks or not? Abaya says, Chashinon, Abaya says you need to be concerned for that possibility. Rabbi Amar Le Chashinon, you don't have to be concerned for the possibility. Amar Abaya, we know Amilala, the Ahugita, the Shtakach Benarada, there was a divorce document that was found in Arada. The Ksiv, Bitsad, Kolonia, Masa, and it says that it was near the town of Kolonia. Anna, An, Idre, Linoi, Naharada, Patches, Etachris, Yas, Kolonis, Intasi. He released and divorced his wife. And with the name of his wife, the Shilcha Avua de Shmuel, and Avua de Shmuel sent the commander of Yudanesia, the Shalachle, and he sent to him, Tibadek Nardakula, check all of Nardak to see if anyone else perhaps has that name. Rabbi Amrami Isa, if this were so, Yibadek Kalayel, it should be the entire world would have to be checked. Alamishum, 
He's only sent back this response because of Shmuel's father. He didn't want to embarrass him by asking such a foolish question. How do I know this that I'm saying? There are two documents coming out of Mechuzah, Ksibu, and it's written about in them. collects money with these documents. These are actually names that are pretty um, pretty uh, familiar to us in these places. They're not, they're common names. Rabaya and Abaya, what was his reason? What is there to worry about? If he's worried that it fell, then we can assume that he's being careful. If we're worried that it's a deposit, since his name is like his name, then he wouldn't deposit it by him. My Amit, what are you going to say? Dilma Masale, that he gave over the documents to him without actually making a Kenyan. I see his nickname from Masira. The halacha is that letters are acquired just by giving over. There was once a letter of divorce that was found in Surah. It was written in it like this. Surah Masa, the town of Surah. Patras Vetarchus, Plainus Intasi, he released and divorced his wife. And the checked all the way from Surah and up until And this is the only person they were find with this very name, the And the witnesses came and said, that on the day in which this divorce document was written, and this fellow Barhia, right? This fellow Barhia, where was he? He was actually, um, one second, lost the place. Anan Barchia, Mechagra, Gabon Hava. He was actually with us. I'm going to buy it. After the deed, I mean, Hashin and Nima Gordas to say that we are worried that maybe there's someone else who has exactly the same name. Hakalai Hashin, we already don't have to worry. Like Amri Sahadi, the Benarda Hava, because witnesses said he was in Narada, my baby Surah, then Haki Pasta had been in Surah, the same individual. Amarava, after the deed, Alai Hashin, Nima Gordas to me, says we don't need to worry. Hakalai Hashin, and we already need to worry. Maybe he was on a flying camel, or by jumping, some sort of airplane. Perhaps he just gave over instructions to someone else to write it as a shtiach. Like Rab would say to his cipher, to his scribes. So to Rav would say to his scribes. When you're in Shili, write in any document in Shili. Even the instructions were given in Hini. So when you're in Hini, write in Hini. In other words, when you get your, your authorization, your power of attorney to go write the document, you don't write that the, where, the power of doc, where the power of attorney was given to you. You write based on where you actually write the document. Let's go back to the Sesame case. What's the halach? You don't have to be concerned that perhaps it was replaced by other Shemshemin. Indeed, we assume it's his. You do have to be concerned. Is that we have to be concerned, and you therefore are not able to collect. Let's say there was fighting between the two of them. What's the case of fighting between them? When a wife says to her husband, divorce me. Everybody, why does everyone say this when they get angry? They say, give me a divorce. When she says to her husband, you divorced me, that's already a little bit different. That's not a regular, regular argument. That's a serious argument. But in such case, let it be believed is that which Rav Amnuna said. The woman who says to her husband, you divorced me, she's believed. 
We assume that no woman would ever lie in front of her husband in this, this way. When she says, you divorced me in the presence of this in this individual, they were asked, when they said, we don't know what she's talking about. My time at the why is it that when there's already fighting between them, they're not, she's not believed? Assumption is that maybe she made a, an assumption. She's uh, dreaming in her mind. I mean, I was different between the two of them. The difference is, is when he starts the fighting. What's the about one witness when there's fighting? My time by the Edachad, why is an Edachad believed? Something which is going to end up becoming revealed. We don't assume he's lying. Or maybe we say that the reason why Eidachet is Naman is because she's going to be very, very careful to make sure that the Eidachet is telling the truth. Because otherwise, she's up the creek. She's not going to get married. She's not going to stay married to her new husband. And she's not going to go back to the old husband. Over here, where anyways, there's a fight. She doesn't want to go back to the old husband. But she's not going to be careful about checking into it before she gets remarried. Take it. Mara says, leave this as a question. Yehuda says, only a pikeach can get remarried, but not a shaita. Rather, this one and that one can both get remarried. Somebody once came to the review this best in Amrila, and he said there, mourn for your husband. Tear your clothes and loosen your hair. They taught her to lie. They all like the chacham. In other words, they said to her, listen, we really hold you don't have to put on all this, you know, rigmarole, make sure that you look like a real widow in your weeds. But we know that that's his position. So if you don't take on these characteristics, he's not going to allow you to get divorced. But for as far as to, to consider your husband dead. But we believe that even without that, you are not menace, you are believed. The only her that a wife is believed when she says her husband died. And she came from the place where her husband was actually, you know, working in the fields and harvesting about Issa Medina and in that same country. Like that same story as the Gemara will discuss. Whether they come from the time of harvest, whether they come from olive picking, whether they come from the grape picking, from one country to another. Nachamim said in specific scenario, they just gave you a, a case, but not that that case is the Ikuba, the only case that works. And therefore, Basel says, you know what? Actually, you make more sense, and we'll, they follow Beshamay's opinion in practice. Tanya will learn to write Amru Lahem Beshamay Basel. Beshamay says to Basel, according to your words, and it would only be during the time of harvest of wheat. How do you know the harvest of barley? According to you, it wouldn't work. It would only be true by reaping, by cutting the thing. What about if your bites are, if you're taking the, the, the grapes? Your mice, you're picking the olives. Goida, you're taking the dates. Goider, taking the figs. Minayin. Ela mice, shayi, because here. Who I didn't look cool. The case happened to be a case of during the of the reaping season, but it could have been said about any other thing as well. Hachanami. Mice, shayi, about Issa Medina. So too, when they talk about the case being in that specific town, who I didn't look cool. It was all countries, not specifically that country. So about Issa Medina, the Shrihi Enchi, specifically in that town, where there's a lot of people. Mirtus, therefore, she's afraid to lie. But one country to another, where there's not so much commerce between the two of them, she's not as afraid to lie because her lie won't be caught out. Mishami says, well, there's still caravans from place to place, and therefore you don't have to be concerned, and therefore she's afraid and would not lie. My What was the story that took place? 
Shofi Katsir Chitim Hayu Shofi it was at the end of the wheat harvest time. went to reap their wheat. One of them was bitten by a snake and he died. His wife came and told Bestin. They went and they saw that he was dead. At that point, they said, A woman says that her husband is dead. They allow her to get remarried. A woman says her husband is dead. They even allow her to do it. Let's say that a different machlekas on any man and the chachamim is really dependent on this earlier machlekas facility of Bishamim. A person cannot carry the waters for the paraduma and the ashes of the paraduma and carry them across the yardin on a boat, Jordan River. Don't throw it from one side to the other, but don't float them on the water. Don't, don't ride it, don't carry it while riding on an animal, not on the back of your friend. Unless your feet are touching the, the floor of the river. But you can carry them across the bridge. Whether across the Jordan, whether across any other river. They only said very specific cases that it was not forbid, not permitted to, to carry it in this way. And only in those scenarios, because that actually took place, a situation like that where the water for the for the chatas, for the paraduma, or the water or the afer, the ashes of the paraduma became tame. But normally that was the only place where they made that takana. Seems to limit it to the specific circumstances that took place in that actual case that was the impetus for their enactment. And the Chachamim say that no, that just happens to be one case. But once they saw that this is a potential problem, they were not going to differentiate. And they said this is true across the board. Rabbis would say to you, we would even say like this. Still only said what they said over there. Because she was afraid to lie. When it's very close by, then she's afraid to lie. But when it's far away, then she's not afraid to lie. So here, what's the difference between the Yardin? What's the difference between the other rivers? I can like Amri Bishami Hassam. Bishami said what they said over there. She'll check into the matter before getting remarried. Whether this is make of it's nearby or far away. Over here, the prohibition is the case that actually took place. In the Jordan River and with a boat, that's where the rabbis make Xera. In other rivers where there was no, no action that happened, then there's no, no enactment to stop you from doing this. My Maishishaya was the story. There was a story. He was traveling with the water of the purification and the ash of purification over the Jordan River on a boat. And they found that there was a kazayas, an olive's worth of, of a dead person that was attached to the, to the ground of the, of, the, of the bottom of the ship. At that point, they said that you saw the mechatas, the So the rabbi said, We don't want you ever doing this again. So they made an enactment that you can't do this. And there's a machlikas as to whether or not that's true across the board or only in those specific circumstances. A woman who says her husband is dead, she can get married again, she receives her ksuba. If you're allowing her to get married again, why would you possibly not allow her to take her ksuba? Right? If you're allowing her to get married, then why wouldn't you give her the money? The brothers are not going to inherit the dead husband's property based on her her, her mouth. That we learn from the words of the ksuba. That he writes for her. You'll be eligible to marry another man. Then you'll receive what I've written for you.
Once again, Beiselel then goes back and retracts their ruling. And Paskins like Beishameh because they do find what Beishameh is saying to be compelling. And once again, as we know, this is part of the reason why typically we follow the opinion of Beiselel because they are completely willing to understand and to actually look to see what's the real reality and ask uh, and, and ask and, and, and not, not, not uh, take it easy until they figure out what the reality is. And if they think the reality is not like their position, immediately they would have gone over to Beishameh's position. Because of that, we follow Beiselel whenever they do stay in their machlokas which of course is a lesson for this week's parsha. because Korach, the reason why Korach is fighting with Moshe Rabbeinu is not because he wants to get to the truth. He can't handle the truth as we know. So why is he fighting with Moshe Rabbeinu? Because he's fighting because he wants to get the kavod, right? It wasn't about the questions, right? But with Basil and Meshamah, it was a, a, a case of where there's an argument, but an argument that leads to love between them because their reality is they're just trying to figure out what the MS is, what the truth is. And therefore, when they see that the truth is on the other side, immediately they accept it. Very reminiscent of some other arguments that we see happening today between different people today where they're all willing to accept that the other side might be right. That is a joke. Okay. Take care, guys. Be well. Have a great Shabbos.